Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Welcome to Boo Bays. Boo Bays. That's right. We're your hosts. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Joshua. And today we're here to talk to you about another Sam Raimi film. Film. Yes. I almost said classic. Classic. But um, it's, it's a lot of people love it. A lot of people do love it. Mm-hmm. You don't. You, and um, our opinions will be found out here in a minute. Yeah. While we're talking about it. Um, I uh, also feel like there's a lot of people on online like um that have a good positive reaction to it um it's directed by sam raimi of course like you just said yeah and it is a return to horror for him because previous to this he was doing the spider-man movies um yeah and so which which with toby Maguire, the kind of the right re- the, the original yeah the ogs um and so i mean good movies great movies actually um i i don't know a lot of people shit it on spider-man 3 but i mean i still liked it but i also i was like i just couldn't get past his little emo like walking oh scene. yeah that for sure <laughs> toby Maguire, unfortunately in that <laughs> trying to like <laughs> That was a little bit unbelievable. It's a little bit yeah. unserious. Yeah. Yeah. Even then watching it now back, you know, especially I remember now. even as a kid being like, what oh, yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Well, of course, probably not saying what the fuck, but, but basically that, having that reaction. Well, because he plays the like nerdy version of Spider-Man so well. Not nerdy, but you know, the, the very, what Spider-Man is supposed to be like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, he plays, I always said that Toby Maguire played a great Peter Parker. Mm. Andrew Garfield played a great Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And then Tom Holland. Tom Holland plays a great both of them. Yeah, Tom Holland. Tom Holland just... really embodies Peter Parker and Tom, Tom Holland Spidey. Has that like thing about him that like he's his just kind of lovable. Yeah, it's his butt, I'm sure. But his um, butt's so cute. Even in like his You other ever roles. watch uh What which one? The film, oh, it had like Robert Pattinson in it, uh, The Devil All the Time. Oh, no, I haven't seen it, but I... Oh, it's really good. You should watch it. Is it it more like drama? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I'll watch it. it, It's kind of just like... uh, Is it like, like it's set back in a different time, right? Or like uh, in the 20s or something? Yeah, like something no there's car oh, oh okay were there there are cars, in there the are cars in the <laughs> but, probably like but 50s they were like yeah i think it was like more that. like the 50s okay anyways he wore a real cute pair of blue jeans and his you butt looked really good and apple <laughs> bottom film. Yeah. yes mm-hmm. yeah he looked he looked real good Zendaya um, is a lucky girl 
She is. They're well, both lucky for yeah, each other. I was to like, be Zendaya is also like the most beautiful woman on the face of the planet. Yeah. So and sweet. Yeah. She gives like no problematic vibe. They both are like unproblematic. Yeah. Like, and then they're, they're just, just happy together. Yeah. Love that for them. I, there's got to be some satanic like cult shit. Yeah. Them. They're like sacrificing <laughs> babies on the weekend. <laughs> Literally, because it's it's almost too perfect. Um. But yeah. Uh. Sam Raimi. Like uh, doing the horror again because he obviously did Evil Dead. That was his um, debut. So it's really, um, I was kind of watching some videos that kind of gave a little bit of like what was going on to like the production for this movie. Mm -hmm. And so like he had actually written a short story with his brother, uh, Ivan um, Raimi. And or I, yeah, I'm assuming they have the same last name. But um, they wrote this short story like a long time ago, back in the 80s, when they were a lot younger, um, mm. when they were kids. And then in 2002, they decided to make it into a screenplay. Um, and he was writing it for someone else, actually, like for someone else to direct it. But whenever they like gave it to the studios, they weren't going to give it a good budget to like anyone else but him, apparently. Um, so he was so... like, I have to take the helm on this and do it. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. yeah. Well. Um, Good so, for him. So from 2002 to 2010, that's just like it's so crazy sometimes to like know how like like long, long it, it takes, takes for movies. Sometimes like you know even even longer. It's like as we've seen like 20 yeah. years for movies to happen. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. We could have an idea now, and in 30 years we can make a movie. Of so it. is it 2009 or 2010? It might be 2009. I'm sorry. Okay. I think it was 2009. Yeah, my bad. I was like, I said 2010. Damn it, I got it wrong. No, again. it was me. Um, but uh, that's just crazy how long it takes. But yeah, so um, do you want to dive in? Do you have anything to say, Streel, before add? Mm, no, I mean, overall, well, we'll get to my opinions on mm-hmm. it. I think I think it was a, it was really, it went by really fast mm-hmm. just watching it because um, it was an hour and 40 minutes. So it's a little yeah. bit longer than the ones we've been watching recently. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it didn't feel that long long, no yeah it felt like it went by really quickly i think that's because there's so much like action packed into it yeah like Um, in my mind visually when i see the movie i kind of see like it in segments and each segment kind of just like there's like you said always something going on yeah so it really flies by um and so yeah yeah it starts off and we get a bit of a a flashback to 1969 in pasadena california and we have um, a family who show up to a house. They are obviously in need of some help because the mom is like banging on the door. And we have a lady come out. Um, later on, we find out her name is Sean Sanderna. Sanderna. Yeah, yeah. I just kept calling her Sean because Sean, at the yeah. beginning, they, they, yeah, that's how they, whatever. I don't know if that's like a part of her name or if it's like a, like a, if that's like, like, a, like a title. Yeah, exactly. That's what it felt like a title. Um, but, um, she comes out and they're needing her help. And she's like, you know, I'm not, she's like, what's wrong? What did you do? What did he do? And because they, yeah, they, and they had explained that mm-hmm. it, three days ago, like for the past three days, he's been having nightmares mm-hmm. and stuff too. And she was like, I think she was starting to clue in on what it was. Yeah. And then she was like, what did you do? And they tell and explain that he had stolen a necklace from a gypsy woman. Yeah. And um, off the wagon, off a wagon, whenever he was trying to give it back, that she ended up just putting a curse on it and him. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And was like, no, we don't want it back. mm -hmm. And we as we find out. 
that's a it's a pretty bad curse. Yeah. One that gets you dragged straight to hell. To fucking Roll hell. Roll credits. Literally, because we have him and the family walking in, and Miss Shan is trying to do her <laughs> Muju Jojo thing, and then that's whenever we have him like getting basically spooked and then running and then getting thrown off the balcony yeah because this entity comes in and it like smacks the family around oh, that's right it yeah. like smacks the mom in the face <laughs> she goes flying which it loves smacking people in this movie yeah mm-hmm. it was just bitch slapping everyone yeah it came around and it went pop pop to the dad and then he goes flying and miss sean sanderna went flying at one point yeah. and then he runs out and gets backed up against the railing and then he gets lifted off and then just yeeted right over it mm-hmm. and thankfully doesn't well die immediately. i don't know if this thankfully maybe it would have been better if he died immediately mm-hmm. and didn't get His dragged to hell and alive. burned yeah yeah <laughs> but i mean either way kind of sucks for a little juan juan right was his name i think i think so. i picked that up real fast juan or jose but i think it was juan but yeah unfortunately after he gets up off the floor we start to see the the whatchamacallit the building start shaking and then the what's it called the floor that starts breaking <laughs> i'm sorry i can't think today the floor starts breaking into um cracking into pieces and like an earthquake is happening yeah and a sinkholes opening up but it's a sinkhole of flames very much that and it opens up and it just goes drags swallows and sucks him right the little boy right up yep and he's screaming yeah. and agony bloody murder yeah he's mm-hmm. like you see like the flames and everything in the hands and his just little just you see just his little hand getting sucked through the cracks and then then it just smooths over like nothing ever happened mm-hmm. and then we see uh uh, Sean Sanderna and she's like we will meet again yes and then we get a title card drag me to hell and uh yeah we get then we get some credits rolling and it's like a depiction like a storybook like the title card uh-huh. too I it kind it, of like I was like oh it this had is, a little dun dun it did and it. it's depicting um the curse and like what happens yeah and, um, and the, all the credits rolling it basically mm-hmm. tells you like what's gonna happen in the three meeting. days for the curse to develop mm-hmm. it kind of reminded me of like well, I guess midsummer. Remember yeah. how in like the tapestry it had basically mm-hmm. everything that was going to happen? Foreshadowing yeah. right at the beginning. Um I know so many other movies have done this too. Oh yeah. Um but yeah, it basically shows you exactly what's going to happen. Depictions of being tormented by a spirit mm-hmm. and then one person individual getting dragged to hell. Yeah. It's pretty literal. So. It's pretty good um, illustrations as well. Yeah. There. Um, and it all reminded me too of, because it's Sam Raimi, of course. I don't know if this was kind of a nod to him, like the, the Book of the Dead and all yeah, that kind of stuff. It like, did very much. Whenever whenever the it showed the book at first, I was yeah. like, is this a necro- Necronomicon? That's what I was thinking too. I was like, it's time. So I was like, it, it all kind of ties in for him. Maybe it's in the same universe. Maybe it's the other, the third book. Yeah. One of them, you know? So mm. that'd be pretty cool if they could like use this lore to kind of bring that in, you know? That would be. Um, And so after all of those credits start rolling, roll and by we like open up to like a um what is like a city shot and then like the vehicle's the highway and we're driving with christine um she's on her way to work and she's doing i'm i don't know if she had like a, she's trying to change her like accent basically yeah i think from a country accent country to, accent to, to a city more more professional mm-hmm. more i guess probably 
English. Yeah, like, I don't know. Or like British. Just less accent. Not British, but like proper English mm-hmm. accent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we, we so get that. Something is abound when the mouth is round. Mm-hmm. It's round. to like really practice her consonants and vowels, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And not sound like this. Mm-hmm. Talking like she was raised on a farm. Which some some I sound like that sometimes. I do too. I, w- I, I w- got a real country twang that'll come out <laughs> every now and then, and then I'm like, Eep. in the most random moments. Oh, uh, last night. So last night. Oh yeah. I saw two girls, one ghost live. Mm-hmm. Um, it was super cool, and I told some people about our podcast. That's awesome. So that was fun. I Hi. got a new follower. Hello, Caroline. Hi, Caroline. No, Karina. Hi, Karina. I'm sorry. <laughs> It was Karina. Okay, I just had met last night. I had a few drinks too. You just met last night. They it's okay. they poured heavy handed on those drinks at the That's like. Awesome. Andrew got a Long Island iced tea, and mm-hmm. I took a sip of it and was like, every time I took a sip, I got shivers. Yeah, it was and Long so Island strong. iced teas from the get go are already like, aren't they like four different liquors in there or something like that? They're pretty heavy. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so, a lot. So a heavy hand and on that. So I was feeling pretty good mm-hmm. after, <laughs> but they were talking about how in Texas they rented a truck cause they yeah. got to drive a truck in Texas and they were just oh, talking yeah. about how, you know, our accents and then everything. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, the Texas we, really does live up to the stereotype. It really does. I'm sure we are like exactly with the stereotypes. Yeah. I mean, cause I don't Cowboy know. boots and everything. And I mean, I feel like, and even when I was in Europe, I mm. told somebody I was from Texas and they were oh. like, do you ride a horse to school? <laughs> and I was like, mm, I've ridden imagine, a horse like twice right? <laughs> in my I'm, life. Imagine the depiction. And, you know, it is very like Lone Star State and very, you know, cowboy. Yeah. And, uh-huh. and I feel like most people like think of for some reason like Westerns. I mean, yeah. I get it. But or like shootout, also, we all live in saloons. But it's also like <laughs> 2023. Yeah. Like, yeah. We uh-huh. live in modern society. T- society. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it was a fun I'm time. I'm sure though, out west, there are probably some places that still look like that. You yeah. Know, where it's, there's a lot more like barren land, you know? But yeah, that is funny though. Like I, I have a lot of family up north because of my dad's side of his family. And, and they always make fun of us because they're like, y'all are so country. Like y'all sound <laughs> so country. Like every time we go up there, they're just like, we just like hearing y'all talk. And I'm just like, oh God. Oh, and we don't even talk that way. And literally we don't even sound like I get, I have a bit of an accent sometimes, but like there are definitely parts of the you know country where people talk even more country. Yeah, and exactly. It's not even country. That twang, I twang, guess. Southern twang. Southern I don't twang. know. But it is funny. So for them to be like, y'all sound so country. And then I'm like, I'm just not going to talk. The I'm rest just of the not going to talk because now I'm embarrassed. And now, and I feel myself going into it because <laughs> we're talking about we're it. talking about it, fixating yeah. <laughs> on it so much. But uh, they she, also covered the conjuring house. Like they got to oh, investigate the cool. conjuring house. That's they really stayed cool. overnight in it. From the first one? Yeah. The Bathsheba? The original. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they, we have justice for Bathsheba. Because which, as we talked about in our episode of The yeah. Conjuring, we talked about how Bathsheba was pretty much a normal woman yeah, who just got pinned mm-hmm. as very this, Salem witch trial. Yeah, yeah. And Lorraine Warren just kind of like was like, "Oh, Bathsheba," and pinned it on her. Yeah, um, it's easy to do. Yeah, especially when they're not alive anymore. But there's themselves. also like theories of aliens being like Andrea Perrin, who is the eldest daughter of the Perrin family, uh-huh. who the is the original family from the house. Yeah. Um, 
talked was about. Was she the youngest one or? She was the eldest. Eldest, oh, okay. I believe. Gotcha. Got it. Um, and she talked about aliens and stuff too, like encounters and stuff with aliens oh, on the property. So yeah. they, she described it as a portal built as a farmhouse, like disguised as a farmhouse. Basically, kind of like Skinwalker Ranch, mm-hmm. where everything just kind of accumulates there, uh-huh. culminates, accumulates, accumulates, yeah, culminates. I've never heard of Skinwalker I Ranch. Tried to... I have no idea what that is. Oh well, I'll look. You into should it. look yeah. into it. Yeah, um, but yeah, th- lots of interesting theories on the on the Conjuring house. house, and yeah. they got to interview Chris and whatever Cor- Carrie. The, the brothers okay. who directed the films. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I think that's their names. I yeah, don't yeah. remember now. It's been, it's been a while since And I had it. too many drinks. But um, so. that's really interesting. That's really cool. Yeah. Did they like... Um, <clears throat> is it just like they got to walk through it? Or like they got like to like... They like, had like... Explore in, in depth. Yeah. They mm-hmm. stayed the night there. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. They stayed the night and like... Does they, anybody get to do that or just them? Um, they do tours, but I'm assuming, yeah, you probably have to do a hefty amount of money to stay overnight and stuff. And they got Greg and Dana Newkirk who are basically like the new Ed and Lorraine Warren Mm -hmm. and they collect like all like the crown of Catskulls and stuff, Mm -hmm. which I think I've mentioned. Maybe that was on my last podcast, but, um, they, collect all those in items and stuff like that and like yeah. scrying mirrors and uh they helped them investigate which was super cool that's dope yeah it was a cool live show and if you don't listen to two girls one ghost already you should and Go then you should also out. listen to us mm-hmm. i know a lot of you listen to us because of two girls one ghost so thank you thank you to all the listeners yes and um yeah so that's really cool that's really cool i i mean that and then um I've been, um, me and Robert have been watching, I'm sorry, a lot of ghosts like hunting shows here recently, um, which is really cool. And then, which ones? um, well actually there's this new one and it's like, okay, it's basically like queer eye, but like with ghosts. I love it. So it's like an LGBT group of friends and there's like a, like a medium and then like a, a researcher and this and that. And they go to different places and locations and they try to basically help like the people there with like their spiritual habitations and their what's it called um i'll have to honestly why don't i know the name of it and i was just watching it last night um um it's on netflix though it just dropped it's new um but yeah they basically um that is not it they basically oh and it's narrated narrated by Kristen stewart which i thought was like that's so what i can't random. imagine her narrating anything living her... for the dead living, living for the dead that's what it's called for the dead yes okay yes. i want to watch it's this. actually really entertaining i don't have netflix anymore since the password sharing mm-hmm. but oh yeah once i <laughs> live in dallas i'll have yeah, it yeah. again um it's it's pretty entertaining it's a little camp but also like some i don't know some of it some of their interactions i was like okay that could have been real i love it that could have been real that's um, my i love watching ghost hunting mm-hmm, shows just mm-hmm. for the shits and giggles like sometimes it's like oh my god okay yeah <laughs> like some, come on guys be for real like there's um like the ones on like the travel channel and stuff yes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which ghost hunters used to be like my favorite and there's mm-hmm. some spin-offs from ghost hunters and i listen to 
another Amy Bruni's podcast, Haunted Road, mm-hmm. um, which Amy Bruni was from Ghost Hunters and then now has her own show, which that show, I think I've seen it before and it's a little hokey sometimes with like the Estes method yeah. and stuff, um, but it's still really fun to watch and I enjoy it. I, I Ghost Hunters was my favorite though. Yeah. Ghost Hunters walked so Ghost Adventures could run. Literally. Um, and even last night, I was like, what if like straight people can have like their own ghost shows so then queer people can have their own ghost shows? Yeah. And it's pretty, it's so funny. Because just imagine like, they're they're so funny. They were like, let's have a spookiki. Like, <laughs> like it's just so funny. Um, but it, it's actually, yeah, but they were actually like helping people at one time. There's this one episode with this one lady and her name's Chrissy. And she, with her other friend Betty, work at this um, hotel in like New Orleans or something like that. That's like been having a lot of like, you know, has a lot of shit happen there. And like Chrissy was just like, what what this one of the dudes is going to say in the room? And he was like, so you're telling me I'm going to be spending the night. And she was like, inhale. <laughs> and they were like oh my gosh and she, she like was not sugarcoating it at all she was like i don't get paid enough to lie y'all i actually just love working here and i love the people here but y'all are gonna not gonna be sleeping tonight oh <laughs> no yeah, yeah, yeah. oh that sounds so exciting <laughs> yeah, oh, okay yeah. i'm gonna living for the dead living for the dead okay yeah, yeah. it's pretty interesting i want to watch that but, um <laughs> there was so much going on in that hotel though like i legit i'm like oh yeah that's it's got to be haunted for sure because even uh, up until recently like 2021 someone had committed suicide in it <gasps> and so it was there was just so many different like spirits happening oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. oh i bet um but um back to our movie right <laughs> um, that was our plugs corner plugs corner for everything else yeah yes um we are uh, we're arriving to work with miss christine um wilshire bank and we find out that she is a loan officer um she is isn't this what robbie does yeah it is actually i was thinking of him the whole movie i was like wow this is what robbie does now i know (laughs) literally what he does um and so he if uh, I hope he doesn't get cursed. No, hopefully he'll be Be okay. wary of old women with nails that need some love. Some violin and some... Uh, Keratin or TLC something. all over. Yeah, and with her eyes. Her eyes were spooky. Yeah. Um, but we have her. We're getting introduced, basically setting up her like work environment. Um, she's looking at like the general branch manager, assistant, whatever. Assistant manager. Assistant manager desk yeah. that's empty. Um, she is asking her boss about a promotion for that position. And he is... Um, saying it's between her and, and Stu, Stu who is new but he's aggressive and yeah, that's what and we, we like, like that mm-hmm. yeah and so he between this and her a little back and forth um she ends up asking her to go to lunch just basically so she can pick up lunch for him and then Stu piggybacks up off of that so right off the bat Stu's kind of like an asshole yeah and he so says just... he wants spicy mustard mm-hmm. is what he says yeah because later he says he asked for no mayo and I was like Bitch, no, you didn't. Neither, yeah. I you remember. asked for spicy mustard. And said nothing about the mayo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I was like, and part of me all thinks, these well, people, I was like, this poor girl is getting shit on from all directions. Everybody. Well, and even Stu, though, him saying that, like, and no part of me did he, I really, I feel like he even, like, meant to do that as in, like, he didn't want mayo. I, I feel like he just did that and said that out loud to, to, to show. To undermine her. Yeah. And show the, that she's not competent. And, exactly. Can't even get a sandwich order right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He was totally trying to make her look bad. He's a dick. Fucking dick. I know. She totally should have gave him the button. 
totally Whoops, yeah spoiler alert anyways no at the end the immediate thought when he was like you can gift it to someone i was like stew literally gift that motherfucker to stew mm-hmm. and then she almost gives it to that old guy and i was like no not yeah. him just because he's already dying doesn't mean he should get dragged to hell literally but i was like but stew's an asshole yeah so he definitely deserved it especially yeah. through the stunt he pulled mm-hmm. in the movie but um he anyways we end up having her um visiting her boyfriend um clay at his job clay. and he's played by justin long yes and he does justin long does a phenomenal job in this movie mm-hmm. as well i really justin long could probably like shit on the floor and i would be like this was great we are justin long Love justin and also long. this is kind of really um you know we're watching this because we also you know we just uh we will be have what we watched justin long in barbarian, barbarian which just came out and, and then, then we then covered evil dead 2 directed by sam raimi just that came out a few weeks ago so yes. it's just kind of another nice little i don't know callback for us anyways um but we are um having cute little moment between boyfriend girlfriend she's you know fixing his printer because she takes out a paper clip and then she gives him a coin and we find out he's like a really nerdy nerdy coin collector yeah he likes he likes his little coins coins, and stuff and then we also get to find out foreshadowing that there's a trip coming up to meet his parents yes Um, and so that comes into play later on as well because she leaves Mm -hmm. is going to head back to work and she overhears a phone call with his mother Mm -hmm. who his mother was a giant bitch too yeah i was like god damn this poor girl yeah because his mother was like oh yeah that that's right that one from the farm or something from the farm yeah and he's like mom i've been seeing her for like over a year yeah and she was like "Mm, well you know this girl needs a tennis partner and you know she went to yale law Mm -hmm. or harvard law one of the big leagues yeah his mom basically wants him to be with someone like who she feels has like a better higher stature in society or whatever nicer job more money and more money Mm -hmm. to probably match the amount of money that they have Mm because they were their house was fucking nice massive yeah it was huge yeah we find out that he comes from money he does. Um, and apparently he's got 10 grand lying around too. Oh, yeah. And he's a college professor. So there's no way he's got. That's family money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That shit came from. He got trust fund. Mama and daddy. And so anyways, uh, we're um, back at work after all of that shenanigans. And that's whenever we get that read moment between Stu and her because he's like, no mayo. But he really didn't say that at all. Um, and, and she then, even like says, like, you didn't say that. And he was like, uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. no, you didn't. You bitch. Mm-hmm. And then um, after that, it's whenever we get her back at her, her desk and she's meeting Mrs. Ganoush. 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 My bad. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't, that sounds a little off. Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. Um, but that's what it, it reminded Yum. me of too. Or, um, uh, uh, Strogon- Baba Strogono. What is it? The spaghetti one? Uh, oh, do you know what I'm talking about at all? No. It's like a children's book and she makes spaghetti and it never stops. And it's like Baba Duke. No. <laughs> Stroga oh I, I. Stroganona. Stroganona. Yes. It's Stroganona. Mm, now I want beef stroganoff. Yeah, maybe and that's I'm sure that's why it did. they got that at like where? in H E B but like just uh Hamburger Helper. <laughs> oh. Sometimes I Hamburger Helper is honestly good it's to me. So good. I like I don't remember. I haven't had it in so long, but there was this one that 
my apple apple is so good. I don't know if it's like the cheeseburger one or if it's like something else, but yeah. The stroganoff one's pretty good too. Yeah. Sometimes I buy that one and make it with fake meat Mm, and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's it's still really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's just essentially just the flavoring that you yeah. need. Yeah. Oh. All the seasoning You're me packets want that are now. good. Now I just want to go to ATB to buy hamburger. I know. I'm, I might. And hamburger meat. Um, but I'm going to actually use meat. back and she's now having to make um some tough decisions that we heard that Stu could make earlier but we weren't sure if she would be up to the tasks and so yeah we meet miss ganish ganish and it's really unfortunate that this is a time that she chooses to now have to be tough yeah (laughs) because it's like maybe the next round yeah Um, but because this woman really did seem like Oh, but unfortunately, I mean, too, I mean, she has to do her job. And then, like, I get it as well when it's like if you've already had like all these extensions and like. Yeah, exactly. She'd already had two. Yeah. And so it's like maybe you really do kind of have to pay your mortgage. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, even if you are older and, and like you getting sick and stuff like that's just kind of how the world works. And yeah. the fact that she even is. Um, you know, we're talking, we're going, having this back and forth between Christine and Miss Ganish, Mrs. Ganish. And, um, you know, she's really pleading with Christine to like, can't you just do something, please? And so that's when she has her go to her boss and her boss has like the two extensions. And so then we come back out and this is whenever Christine is just like, really like, you know, Hey, we, we can't do this. And meanwhile, the whole time Mrs. Ganish looks, um, really spooky She's got like her dentures that she had left on the table and then pops them back in whenever yeah. Christine comes back. And um, she gives very witch vibes, very like, I wouldn't want to mess with her. Yeah. But Christine decides to just tell her no. And so Mrs. Ganish then proceeds to seem as though she's going to leave. But then she starts begging to Christine to let her, you know, help her out. Um and, and the Christ- begging gets really intense. She like starts kissing her skirt mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And was like, it was just, I was like, damn, she's like groveling. Yeah. And, and I did, Christine even told her like, you have a daughter. Why don't you live with your daughter? Like, and she was just like, I don't want to burden her, which I get that. But also like, no, that's what, that's what family's for. Family's and for, like, yeah. unfortunately the bank has to do their part. You have to do their part. Your daughter should do her part. Like she should take care of you. You're yeah. her child. Um, I feel like, but who knows? Maybe she was a bitch to her daughter. I don't know. She could have been, but, um, we yeah. find out later that I guess they were close. I don't know. Maybe that was a different daughter. I think um, it was her granddaughter. That was her granddaughter that we see later? Yeah. No, okay. I think. Okay. Um. But yeah, anyways, Mrs. Ganish then has to um, get escorted by security because um, uh, Christine is like, you know, I need, need security help. And that's whenever um, Mrs. Ganish is like, oh, my God, you shame me in front of all these people. You shame me. Yeah. Um, you, I beg you, you shame me. Mm-hmm. And then just straight up attacks her. Yeah. Like, like a dog. Rah! Like <laughs> Yeah. And goes with her hand at her throat and Mm -hmm. stuff and like tried to like 
Yeah, she just lunges her. at her, yeah. and then that's whenever Christine gets on her desk, and then that's whenever the, they really restrain her, and she's like, you know, getting escorted out. Um, and she's fighting; she's got a lot oh, of fight uh-huh. in her. Yeah, for an older lady, yeah, she sure does. I was like, damn. And we see her get taken out to her vehicle, which is a yellow car. We'll be seeing that later. Yes. Um, yeah. But yeah, I thought it was pretty, pretty funny that all this, this, and this whole like interaction is also like it's spooky, but it's campy at the same time. You know what I mean? Because also Christine's like demeanor sometimes is kind of like very like, I don't know if it's because I'm not going to diss the actor, the actress, but like sometimes her lines aren't as believable or she kind of, or I don't know if she's specifically being awkward. You know what I mean? For the character. I thought Christine's acting was shit. The whole movie. (laughs) (laughs) You know, cats, they just come and go as they please. Yeah. Yeah. How would I know? How would I know? I'm like, bitch, it's your cat. That's <laughs> that how you would know. Was like the out of the whole movie. I, that for me was like the weakest part because I was just like, whoa, like what? I is had this? a cat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, but um, yeah. So so the interaction was with Mrs. Gannish was carrying the whole film. Anyways, yeah. honestly. But yeah. So she's, her and Justin Long. Her her her. Justin her. didn't even do much, but I still mm-hmm. loved him. And so then we have um. Uh, it's the end of day. You know, we're about to go home. We have uh her boss bringing talking to her about some loan, the big this big loan that she's been working on, and if she can finish it because he wants to show it to the VPs the next day, and um that's and he's what, yeah basically saying that she's at the top of the list for the assistant manager position and yep. tells her that she made the right choice and handled it just right yeah as far as it goes with Mrs. Ganish mm-hmm. and um yeah basically is reinforcing what she did and saying you know making it mm-hmm. she did made the right choice for yeah. this assistant manager position um so but unfortunately it wasn't the right choice no it wasn't <laughs> because we have her going to the parking garage um to leave work of course and that's whenever we have which also I guess we never saw her park earlier. But anyways, um, hi, Daris. We are in the parking garage, and she does see the yellow car in the parking garage. So already she's kind of like, well, that's that's weird. Why and is- it's parked directly across from her, too, mm-hmm. just like almost as, as if it's watching and, her car. And so she gets to her, her vehicle, and all this time, of course, like the music's getting spooky. It's kind of getting spooky around her. The wind's picking up, and she gets in her vehicle, and she's looking in front of her at the yellow car, and that's whenever we see the handkerchief flying in the air, right? Yeah, yeah, and the then, handkerchief. And before she got in her car, she heard the old woman's mm, cough mm-hmm. as well and was like, yeah. that's why she started freaking out. Right. And yeah, um, then the handkerchief comes floating like it's a magic carpet or something mm-hmm. um, towards the window and like gets on the window right yeah on the windshield it does it a lot yeah it does it a few times but this time it gets it gets on the windshield and it freaks her out because and then the music also like of course like intensifies yeah and then that's whenever we have her then um looking behind her because mrs ganish is in the car yeah because the handkerchief goes up and around the car Mm, and she's following it with her eyes and then all of a sudden we see mrs ganish is blue eye Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of shining through the darkness, mm-hmm. and it's like, ooh, that's yeah. it was fucking terrifying. Yeah, and then she starts attacking her. 
Yeah, she yeah. just straight up attacks her, mm-hmm. and they're going at it like homegirl. She <laughs> grabs a stapler. She grabs the closest mm-hmm. thing that she could find in her basket and staples Mrs. Ganish in the face. Yeah. Um, but that does not stop Mrs. Ganish, nope. and she rips out some of her hair. Mm-hmm. This oh, poor Ganesh girl gets is strong. I'm like. First off, I'm surprised that Christine has any hair left. Yeah, because she gets it ripped out multiple Three times. Three times, mm-hmm. I think, is yeah. what. Because it happens here. It happens whenever she goes and sees the body. Yeah. Right? I in think the, in the gr- she in gets the, some ripped out then. Whenever she's getting, yeah, 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 at the end. And then at the end. Where's the other part? Well, I think I think it happens whenever she goes to see the body, like at the funeral. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Whenever she's there. like yeah. with the body and the green news, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, yeah. And so, so poor thing, she ends up. And Mrs. Ganish is super strong for her age, and she is um getting up to the front seat, and then like she's like basically pulling a Deborah Logan at some points because she's like. Yeah, starts sucking her... on her chin. Yeah, which because so. They had accidentally in the struggle. Her teeth. Christine's out, right? foot. Yeah. Puts the car into reverse. And then she her foot slams down on the gas, sending the car like flying backwards into another car. Mm-hmm. And then she is trying to get to she's trying she's like reaching as mrs ganish is choking her out Mm -hmm. to put the (laughs) car into um drive and so she finally does and and then yeah Mm -hmm. crashes into another car sending mrs ganish flying into the front console Mm -hmm. knocking her teeth out Mm -hmm. and then that's when mrs ganish then comes and starts just gumming on christine's chin so gross and it's just like (laughs) on her chin and finally christine's like fighting her off and then she she gets the ruler right and puts it in her mouth yeah Mm -hmm. throughout the whole struggle um which i'm surprised she didn't die with that going in her mouth from that Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -mm. because then she gets um she gets her out of the car right she pushes her out through the glass kicks her yeah and she goes out she closes the door um, she's and, like, ha I beat you, you bitch. And that's whenever she just Old like, bitch. Ms. Ganesh just like goes into the car or somewhere because she, she goes off screen and we can't see her anymore. And it's very scream like. And that's whenever Christina is just kind of looking around like, where the fuck is she? Um, and then Miss um, Ganesh just comes on top of the fronts, right? On the windshield. No. no, she takes a big like cinder block and crashes it through Ooh. the window yeah, 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 and then is able to get Christine out of the car. Mm-hmm. And then in the struggle, she rips off her button and mm-hmm. then holds it up and starts chanting something. And uh, I'm assuming Russian mm-hmm. because I don't know what language she was speaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, everyone else at the house was speaking Russian. So mm. I don't know. Yeah. But then she says the words La Mia. Mm-hmm. And that's all that we can basically gather from Murder it. Murder she wrote. Yep. And um, so she stole the button and was real cryptic about it. And then I guess gave it back to her. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then just she gets kinda... it back in her hand. And then that's when Christine kind of like goes and passes out. Yeah. And it's darkness. And then we come back to and like she, the police, she's talking to the police and her boyfriend's there kind of hugging her. Um, and then it kind of flashes away. Um, and... Oh, and she says, soon it will be you who comes begging to me. Mm hmm good ominous line yeah that she fed christine and um 
Christine and Clay are now walking on down the street. And this is whenever he's like basically trying to make her feel better um, about the whole situation. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's just being kind of checking in on her, making Mm -hmm. sure that she is okay and stuff like that, because he's like, yeah, you kind of gone through a lot and um, everything. And then they stop and this circle of wind gust comes Mm -hmm. bringing all these leaves past her and stuff. And she's hearing like whispering in the wind or something. Yeah and then she's like looking behind her she feels like a present is on a presence is like on her i feel like and then that's whenever she looks um behind her and they're in front of a um a psychic reading shop yeah Mm -hmm. and it's basically calling to her and she's like i want to get my fortune read Mm -hmm. and clay is like are you kidding me like Mm -hmm. this is a bunch this is a scam yeah this is fooey. And she's and basically just like, if you love me, do this for me. Like, yeah. humor me, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, I just really want to after today. And so they go in, they get her, they are, you know, making some small talk in the shop before the medium shows up. And he shows up and he's basically like, it'll be $60, but yeah, I can read your fortune. Mm-hmm. And Clay's like, $60? And I was also like, $60? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking high yeah it better be a good fortune it better be um and we find out that it it kind of is not necessarily good but kind of good in a way that at least there is some sort of warning in a way um but yeah she goes in there and he's sitting down he's doing her fortune and this is when he's like doing the thing that we all kind of assume that like fortune tellers do when he's kind of guessing kind of things about her because she's yeah. like you know oh you're in banking or something like that yeah he's like you work, work with money yeah and then he was like and you recently lost something yeah and she was like no and then he was like you lost something that was taken from, it, you didn't lose it it was taken, taken from, from you yeah. and then given back mm-hmm. and he was like a button yeah and she was like <gasps> And flips her arm and there's like, of course, the button that's missing, missing button. from her sweater. Um, and so then it kind of like kind of jogs her memory of like, oh, shit, yeah, you're for real. And then that's whenever we have him then getting like, then it starts getting, you know, like, you know, when the wind starts rushing around them or whatever. Yeah, spooky ooky stuff starts happening. Yeah. The wind's rushing. The picture frames are cracking. And it's really more so like even the music, of course, the score that they're playing in the background. So we're like, oh, something's building. And yeah. he is getting this reading and then finally it builds up to him seeing this like very quick flashing of like a demon, demon thing face imposed yeah. superimposed on her face mm-hmm. yeah and and um, he's like omg he's like you know what this is over i'll give you your money back uh sorry just get the fuck out yeah yeah and then she's like wait what what did you see and he's like um have you like dabbled in this or have you played with a ouija board mm-hmm. have done you done something because there's a dark spirit attached yeah to you. he's like she's like no 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 and then he's like well then someone must have cursed you because yeah. something's going on um and she's like well shit and so that's whenever we do have her then getting dropped off at home by clay right mm-hmm. and he's like okay you know good night try to get some rest um after that hard day um and this is a really long day by the way because she even has time to bake a cake because <laughs> she's baked a cake uh with the cat in the the kitchen the cute little kitty oh yeah uh-huh and then that's that, true. and then that's whenever she's looking at her farm picture and she's like whatever having whatever feeling she's has it was from 1995 
Um, and I was like, oh, we were a year old. Um, one year old. And then this is Kenan when she starts her, starts hearing the noises in the house. Yeah. Um, and she's like, what? And then she walks to the front and looking through the window and she sees the uh, gate. Little old wrought iron gate. Yeah. Just kind of closing and opening and closing and she's making kinda, a bunch of creaking sounds. And it's kind of like, oh, that's what it is. But then a big like rush of wind like goes but also fucking the creaking sounds were coming from upstairs yeah from everywhere yeah Mm -hmm. it was like you could hear and then first off i was also like why is your window open Mm -hmm. never never have your window open i was at andrew's house recently and his parents keep the house so hot yeah um do they yeah they don't believe in ac yeah um and so i had to sleep there and i had to sleep with the window open but i was so scared Oh, because yeah, I was yeah. on the first floor mm-hmm. and I was like, mm, what if somebody breaks have in? A screen? And yeah, it had a screen. Right? I can only imagine. Um, but I was still okay. so terrified. Be all right. I was like, oh my God, someone's going to kill me. Yeah. Or they're going to get into the house because of me because I couldn't sleep in a hot room. The whole <laughs> family gets murdered but you. Because of me. And you live. Oh no. That would be the worst horror that movie. Would, that is. Knock on wood. Knocking on wood. I don't um, like that. No, not at all. We don't bring that upon us. Um, but yeah, so she ends up um, basically getting attacked by this malevolent force that's going through the whole house because it's like spooking her out. We have the pots and pans getting, you know, stirred about in the kitchen. The we house have, is basically exploding. It is. Windows yeah. are getting blown out. She runs upstairs and yeah. goes into a room and this is whenever she's hiding essentially from whatever this is the spirit is and then um we could start hearing like foot per foot oh wait no that's later oh that's later yeah oh my bad oh, okay um oh yeah my bad she's still in like the kitchen area and she gets bitch slapped across the room yeah, yeah. and then her face slams into the <clears throat> countertop yeah. mm-hmm. and uh busts her lip open and stuff and, and she's just kind of looking like she didn't look super she didn't look as stunned as she needed to be after what just happened to her yeah Yeah, she looked a little calm she looked like she was still looking for someone to be in the room or something like that yeah you know to explain it but and i was like girl mm -hmm. you just got physically attacked by an entity you need to be freaking the fuck out yeah like a good hurl too like you know yeah right yeah 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 because i know it happens a few times but this time that's whenever she gets like she hurled. gets thrown around yeah quite a, a bit. lot yeah and other people too um but the clay comes over and he's like checking out checking her out and um she's explaining to him like what she kind of felt happen and he's kind of like could it have like could someone have been in the here and she's like you know I, I didn't see them it was so dark i couldn't see anybody um, and then that's whenever we have the doctor coming over and he's basically trying to rationalize and explain that because of what she's been through, she has PTSD and like, she's just, she's showing bas- signs of paranoia yeah. and stuff like that. And she basically made it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That this is all just post-traumatic stress mm-hmm. and ev- events happening from it. So they basically try to write her off and they're like, mm-hmm. she had a stressful day. It'll be better soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she even is like, okay, yeah, I guess, you know, I just kind of got carried she away. Yeah. And I can't believe that I'm, I'm so embarrassed mm-hmm. that this even happened kind of thing. And I was like, girl, no, something happened to you. She got gaslit. Like something really happened to you. Mm-hmm. She did. Yeah. And then this is where they bring up that they're going to go away for the weekend and to, A I don't trip. To go see his parents. I forget where they live. Where yeah. Lives. Yeah, the city. Or I think they were going to go on the trip that they were going on at the end. Oh, is that what they're Yeah, away about? towards <coughs> the parents' cabin. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. 
And so they were talking about heading to wherever that was mm-hmm. um, to go to a little cabin and they were going to have a nice little weekend getaway, um, which is, you know, I'd say she earned it. Yeah, most but definitely. Then it's so funny how when hindsight like this movie feels like it happens over a long time for some reason in my mind, but it's literally it happens over the course of like three days. Yeah. Yeah. These days are really long. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it'd be weeks or something, but Mm -hmm. it's only three days. Um, And so, yeah. And so they end up sleeping. He stays the night over. And as she's sleeping, we see the sly come into the house. And it's real funny because then it like goes to the camera, lands on the camera. Yeah. And then crawls. You see its little hands going. (laughs) And then it goes onto christine's face and it does this nasty thing of like you know going up into her nostrils and not the other other. and then the whole time she's like doing that thing in her sleep and she's kind of messing with it but not waking up and then it goes into her mouth it like shoves its way into her mouth her mouth is like closed and it's like it like pries its way in and then she wakes up like in a coughing fit yeah um and then she lays back down but when she's down her boyfriend is no longer next to her who is it though But I almost said Miss Baba Ganoush. Miss Baba Ganoush. <laughs> Mrs. Ganish. Gan- Gan- Ganish. Ganish, yeah. Ganish is next to her looking rather decrepit yeah. and nasty looking. And then she gets on top of her and is all of a sudden just like Vomiting puking bugs. Ma- maggots. Maggots. And worms. And yeah. It, it looked like millworms. Yeah. Yeah, millworms. It That's did look it like that. Uh-huh. Um, it was disgusting. It was. It's pretty gross. And it really, they really did it to Christine. Christine had endured a lot of things that weren't fake or anything. Yeah, I poured. read that she did a lot of her own stunts and stuff too. And that she hated like the production of it after the fact. Oh. Because Sam maybe like made her do a bunch of stuff. Like yeah. she, because those bugs got in her mouth. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. Uh-huh. And that was like all her and the muddy water and all that later on. And then like uh, the like the flips and the stunts and all that. All her basically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Um, and then that's whenever we have um, her, after all of that, she wakes up for real, for real, because it was a dream state, basically. Um, and she gets dropped off of work by Clay. And he makes like a dumb joke. And he's like, try not to piss off any old ladies today. Yeah. Um, she's like. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes in. And unfortunately, as she's sitting at her desk, she starts to hear like a fly buzzing. But it's like coming from her stomach. Yeah, which was wild. Unsettling. I was like, oh. Yeah. That's also very creepy. Like monsters inside of us. Yeah. Like, that's weird um, and terrifying. Oh, as we said that, my stomach grumbled. It's a fly. It's a fly. It's a flea. It's a flea. It's a flea. I'm sorry. Oh, no way. Uh, now I have fleas. Um, and they're infesting. They're eating All you out. My tum- oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, my bad. <laughs> Wrong terminology. They're eating you from the inside out. <laughs> Still not as good. Um, and so we have then Stu. Fucking Stu. Yeah, my note just says, fuck you, Stu. Fucking Stu. I don't even he, remember what he did. Well, because he comes up and he's like. Is this like, when he's giving him the Lakers tickets or whatever? No, he's he's trying to ask Christine to help him with like the process of something about a loan. Um, yeah. And then because he's new, remember? And so like, you know, she's still, I guess, got to show him the ropes. And then. um. She's like, I don't really have enough time for this. I got a lot on my brain. Can we do yeah. this another time? And he's like, let me just go tell Mr. 
whatever whatever his name is yeah that, that you, you don't, have, don't time. have time yeah. yeah which obviously doesn't look good for her because she's trying to get the promotion so she's like no 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 no, just come here and so as she's showing him what the process is he's like tapping on the desk and it looks like mrs garnish's nails and and she's like freaks out and like get your pig nuggle off pick Pig, pig knuckle off of my desk. Get your filthy pig knuckle off my desk. Yeah. And then and I was like, everybody's like, what? And then she just like, and he just walks away, right? Yeah. He's just kind of like, Whoa. okay. Yeah. And then that's whenever she sits back down and her, um, she gets a phone call and she starts bleeding immediately through her nose. And she's like, hello, Christine Blood. I mean, Brown. And then her nosebleed just turns into like this ridiculous amount Shower. of blood just coming out. Yeah. Over she's the boss. spraying blood on, yeah, boss man, all mm-hmm. over the papers, all over herself. Yeah. And she, he's like, here, let me help you. And she's like, no, I got it. And I was like, girl, no, you do not. Yeah. Your nose is like getting exercised it's right so now so much blood and then she just runs out all awkwardly and like it's so sad yeah and then i was the, like that's embarrassing and the boss was like did it get in my mouth did it get in my mouth yeah um and then that's whenever we have her um going watch. to visit miss Mrs. sylvia G- ganish oh and as she runs out this is where we see that Stu takes the oh yeah the, the case file off her desk mm-hmm, for the big loan that they were gonna yeah. do she was gonna get credit for fucking asshole foreshadowing yeah um, but yeah, she goes to visit Miss Sylvia Ganesh, and that's whenever we meet at the door Mrs. Ganesh's granddaughter. Um, and she's very much like, ah, she told us you'd be coming or something like that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was, she said exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, she's like, please, I need, I need to speak with her. Uh, and the granddaughter's kind of being like, now fuck off, basically. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, what? Are you going to make it all better? Uh huh. And make it all better for her. And then she was like, yeah, yeah. like, I'm, I, I will. I'm going to save the house and everything. But we see as she comes in, she was like, be my guest. Yeah. She comes Do in. That. Um, there's family all over the place. And then come to find out, it is her fucking wake, her funeral. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. She's there and she is dead. Deceased. D E D dead. Yeah. Yep. I was like, ooh. Yeah, I wonder. She did. I wonder if performing like a Lamia curse then entails that you die afterwards. Like if oh, you curse somebody like that, like you're a bumblebee a, and you like, stung someone. Yeah, and you die. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. But she was also pretty old. Um, and so we have then Christine like going up to the casket and looking at her in the casket. And I don't know how um, it happens so fast. She like barely touches it and it breaks and and then the body falls. Oh, I think she gets something knocks into her. Is that what happens? And then she falls into it. Yeah. And then 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 it breaks and then the body tumbles on top of her. And then I'm assuming it's embalming fluid that comes out of her mouth. Spewing all over Christine. And it's just green getting all in her. And she's gumming on her chin again. Mm -hmm. She's like sitting there nomming on it. And just like. Christine can't catch a break. No. no and then she's and i think uh, you are right like her she's as she's trying to fight the body her hands like pulls some hair out hair the, out the yeah rips body. hair mm-hmm. out of her head again mm-hmm. and then so basically after that she freaks out and is like she goes what to see the, the, the psychic goes back to the psychic mm-hmm. yeah and he's like yeah the co- the curse is lamia and he, she was like yes that's what she said mm-hmm. and he's like it's the black goat um and basically you have three days until it comes for you and drags you to hell yep mm-hmm. and she, she was like is there any way we can stop this mm-hmm. and he's basically like no but we can try an animal sacrifice and she's like, I'm a vegetarian. I would never, for I, Christ's sakes. Yeah. Like volunteer with the puppies at the shelter. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't. 
I would not be able to sacrifice an animal, let alone my own cat. Yeah. Like this bitch does. Oh my God. I couldn't, I was, he was like a chicken or something would suffice. And I was like, then go get the fucking chicken. Yeah. I don't even think that cats would be good. Like that's not a good sacrifice. Yeah. No one, they don't want a cat. No one wants a cat. No. They want Except pork. for me. They want pork or they want goat or chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's um, she ends up going home and after the reading and she is once again just kind of there. She then gets chased up the house. Um, this is, yeah, where they. Where she, is this where she was baking the gate? This is the. Oh, no. When she goes up and then the, the hooves. Yeah. The She's, gate was banging again. And then <laughs> she. Like yeah. Yes. Just like that. She, this is where she crawls up the stairs mm-hmm. and is like running up them and then like standing in the doorway as we yeah. see this shadow of this like goat creature form on the wall and then start creeping up the stairs. And so then she locks herself in the bedroom mm-hmm. and then from underneath the door, we just see two hooves like line up yeah. on the door. And then they turn into the shadow of hands coming from underneath the door. And then like she ends up getting fucking, does she get bitch slapped again? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and no, just, she runs to the window. That's right. And then that's when she's like, oh, at right. The window. Yeah. And then the entity comes through the window and then like gets her fucking- bust the window. And then she's getting like thrown around the room by her leg. And she's like up, swirling like up in the sky. Very much yeah. kind of like uh, Friday, uh, Friday, f- final. No, Friday. No. <laughs> Nightmare. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. Thank yes. you. Could not say it with um, the girl. And then she gets her stomach ripped, but she's like getting thrown around her room. Yeah. And then she ends up. Um, you know, getting dropped, and then that's whenever um she's like, "Fuck this!" and she goes and gets a knife and goes and gets her kitty, and she sacrifices her kitty. Yeah, yeah. she's like, "Here, kitty, kitty." Yeah, Pretty yeah. Sad. That was I kind of I was like, "Is this for real right yeah. now? Is she actually?" And yep, she because then we see her burying the cat did. in the backyard because boyfriend Clay comes up and he's like, "Hey, where you at?" and she's back there and he's like, "Is that blood?" and she's like. She could have just been like, yeah, I had a nosebleed earlier, but she's like, it's tomato juice. Exactly. Oh. I was like, surely she'll say that she had nose. a nosebleed. And then she was like, oh, I was cutting a tomato. I was like, no, you what? Who cuts fucking tomatoes? Yeah. Who cuts tomatoes? Just, no. <laughs> but also tomato that would now catch up. Yeah. If you said that you were squeezing like a thing of Onto ketchup. a bagel on what onto a bagel i don't know ketchup on a bagel i don't eat bagels i've never had a bagel in my life that's right still yeah i don't have bagels you go to panera after this and get you at least a chocolate chip bagel or the asiago okay i don't know you have to i'm scared now i want a new york bagel that's the only bagel i'll ever eat okay for my they virgin delicious lips. my virgin bagel virgin I want, bagel lips i want to be popped by a new york bagel the they ones are with good. the cheese and onion yeah i don't know i feel like that's what i've seen on movies like the cream cheese um but yes she ends up so hungry (laughs) then that's whenever um they're talking again about the trip not the trip but like to meeting his parents because he's like you sure you want to do this we should do this another time like so much has been going on and she's like no like it's okay i need this everything's fine now let's do this yeah because she feels like because she sacrificed the cat that it will be all good um which hey maybe it did work but it only bought her like 
six hours because yeah. then as we're at the parents' house and they're um obviously when we're like, oh okay, dang, he has a lot of money because it's a big house and it's like a big property, the car and the like you know how car like what is that? Like the entrance? Like yeah, it's the got curbside like a appeal? giant wrap around driveway kind of mm-hmm. thing that makes like a circle and yeah. stuff so they've got plenty of space for parking and it my parents had cement poured for their driveway like a few a month and a month or so ago it is not even that big of a portion it is so crazy expensive yeah cement is so crazy expensive it is like, that is wild like i was like how much for like literally a slab like what like because they just had like this done and it was so anyways it probably depends on who you go to but anyways it was expensive but yes yeah. they um are there we're meeting the parents we're getting in we already we're remarking tell. on a beautiful what a beautiful day it is yeah. and she's like everything seems a little hunky-dory mm-hmm. um but yeah we're meeting the mom the mom's like bitch a bitch because i wrote these parents are a nightmare yeah because they just keep you know asking her stuff and she's like oh a harvest cake? Is this something you'd make on a farm? There's a lot of shade yeah. getting thrown by Miss Mama at uh, Miss Christine. And then also she ends up, um, walk- this is when we get that moment where she, they're walking by the cat and then cat hisses at her. Yeah. And the cat's Hecuba. name is Hecuba. One for one. It sounds like a witch name. It does. Um, And then that's whenever the mom is like, oh, Hecuba never like kisses at anybody. Hecuba's so nice. So sweet. And then Christine is like, oh, I used to have a cat. And then he's like, used to. Don't we still have a cat? And and then her little line, it just gets me. You know, cats, they come and they go as they please. I don't know. How am I supposed to to know? Um, And then we have them getting taken to the the, the dining room for supper. Um, And they're having supper we're getting we're talking to each other um you know it's a little awkward at first and then um miss mama here is like oh it must be so hard you know working at the bank and counting all that money and stuff because she thinks that christine is a teller teller but christina's like no i'm a loan officer and then tells him about this new big deal that she's getting and how she's gonna possibly get promoted to branch or assistant Assistant manager manager. and so then they kind of get a little bit more impressed with her and then mom gets definitely more impressed whenever christine like comes forward about like her own family and then talks about her mom being an alcoholic yeah i know i was not expect i was expecting her to go the opposite route and be like no we can't bring alcoholism oh. into this family oh, okay. yeah. kind of thing yeah, yeah. but she was oddly receptive to it and she was yeah. like i find your honesty refreshing my father had alcohol like substance problem. abuse yeah and, and i was always too ashamed to admit it yeah. yeah and she was like but you were just so up front about it she says you've got backbone um, yeah, and then that's and so whenever then they're joking. Yeah, and then it kind of seems like everything's a little bit better. But unfortunately, just as things seem to be going really great, Christine starts to hear like the sounds and noises again, and they're coming from behind a door. Um, and she's kind of like, "What the fuck?" And then that's whenever we have her. It's really breaking her concentration while they're like having small talk. And then we have the cake come out, which she um, proceeds to try to eat, but is also distracted by these voices. And then there's an eye in her slice. Yeah, there's something like moving from Mm -hmm. within her slice. And I thought it was going to be some flies at Mm -hmm. first. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, because it would kind of look like a raisin. I thought it was going to be pieces of her cat. Oh. But it didn't happen. That That would have been really traumatizing for yeah you. yeah um but i mean the whole puking of the cat up earlier later, on, later yeah. i was like uh, when it hits little body hits the ground the, and it, it just like 
thuds splooshes it's mm-hmm. a little the vomit off of it mm-hmm. yeah but um yeah the it ends up being an eyeball in her cake and it's i almost said hecuba's eye it's mm-hmm. not hecuba no. uh mrs ganish's eye, eye mm-hmm. her blue eye that is in it and she loses her mind over this piece of cake basically and like stabs it and then like red it looked like it looked like a jam or something coming out of it out of it yeah pretty good effects yeah and then and then and then all of a sudden it's normal whenever she's looking back around and everybody's um still talking um because she comes comes back to conversation because then the mom was like asking her a question she's like no i would never and then justin was like what do you mean we did meet at a bar um and then that's whenever she starts um, hearing more noises, right? Yes. And then and then that's whenever she's like starts to choke, and then a fucking fly comes out of her mouth, and everybody is like so shocked, and the dad is shocked, and the mom is shocked, and they stop eating the cake, and then she pretty quickly, I think, after this, loses her her whatever her temper and is like i hear you yeah i fucking hear you leave me alone what the hell do you want yeah kind of thing and then she like storms out and then the mom is like that is a sick girl do not chase after her yeah she's like i think i better go and her mom's like yeah i think that'd be best yeah and then yeah she was like that's a sick girl don't chase after her and it was like damn yeah fucking savage yet again and then justin's like eric clay is like uh no i'm going that's my girlfriend like i'm gonna go check on her she needs help yeah so let me go help her Mm -hmm. and then that's whenever we have she goes to see the psych again right yeah Mm -hmm. and he's basically saying that the lamia will come for her and unless she can cough up ten thousand dollars cash by tomorrow to help her get the lamia uh, off of her basically um and she, which is just like $10,000, damn. Yeah, it's pretty steep. For her to, I can't believe they coughed up 10000 If I was Clay, I would be going asking for a refund at the end yeah. of this film. Oh, yeah. I would be like, give me my, my 10000 My back. girlfriend still got dragged to hell. Yeah. Literally. So um, I would like a refund. Yeah, and then... Write um, bad and, review. And rightfully so. She's also, like, pissed off. because She's like, what the fuck? What do you mean? Like, I, 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 like she's just like, I need to get rid of this. But um, she needs the money to con- to, to get um, Miss Sean... Sean Ch- what's her name? Sonderna. Sonderna. But um, she ends up then I the think. next... Yeah, the, the, she ends up going to work the next day, and she really awkwardly starts to try to ask her boss, like, for an advancement on her new on uh her pay for her new position and then he's like oh i'm sorry but like unfortunately the big loan that you were trying to get it went to first national and i don't know i don't know what happened but i'm gonna have to check into it but that doesn't look good for you or me and you're just not gonna you know that's on hold the the uh yeah basically you're not gonna get the job yeah and and so she's like obviously devastated and so she goes home and she ends up um collecting all of her things mm-hmm. she's basically gonna pawn everything that she owns everything of like a flute um which ice skates cost a lot of money so mm, her drill do. yeah um she was grabbing anything and everything oh for sure that, like her like tv or mm-hmm. the dvd player or something and she was grabbing basically anything and then she's out in the shed mm-hmm. out back and um 
all of a sudden the old lady shows up again. Yeah. Mrs. Gannis shows up and shoves her whole arm down her throat. Yeah, she sure does. Just and like as Christine has her whole arm down her throat and is getting attacked by her, for some reason she has an anvil in her. Yeah, just um, hanging from the ceiling, ready to fall on somebody. Wiley Coyote. Yeah, and so she cuts it and it falls onto top of Miss Sylvia's head, and then for and then her eyes pop out because Sam Raimi loves having eyes, eyes pop out. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, <coughs> how fitting. I thought one was going to go in her mouth because she was gasping. She yeah. was like, <gasps> yeah. And so her mouth was wide open, primed for an eyeball. Just like and plop her in the face, basically, yeah. basically and yeah. pop off. Just and then uh, as soon as it happens, it's not happening because it was just a hallucination or something because she's like looking around and nobody's there and there's no blood or anything on her. Um, and so that's whenever she goes to the pawn shop, she trades in her shit and she gets $3,800 for it. Yep, and he's just like, take it or leave it. And then we see her crying at home over ice cream. Um, I love the line whenever Clay comes in and he's like, lying? aren't you lactose intolerant? Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, yes, but I wanted to eat ice cream. So I was just like, fuck it. I loved um, it. And so, yeah, she's Cause the music. Sorry. The music was so like swelling and mm-hmm. like beautiful in the background. Like it was supposed to be an, a heartfelt moment. Yeah. And so it was all like, you know, so pretty. And then he's like, aren't you lactose intolerant? And I was like, what? And this is such a weird line. And so she's like, screw it. I feel like shit. So if I'm going to be shitting later, that's OK. Yeah. And so she ends up. My, it's fitting. Right. Shitting for a shitty mood. And so he ends up like basically telling her like, I love you. And I told you and I told myself from the first day I met you that I would protect you. So I basically paid for it all. So it's going to be okay. Paid the 10 G's. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh my God, thank you so much. And um, yes. So this is whenever they end up going to the house from the beginning of the film. Yep. And they get inside and the psychic introduces her to Sean Sanderna. Dena. Derna. Yeah, it's Derna. And, Derna. So, and then that's whenever um, she ends up explaining to them that she's been waiting for this opportunity since she lost that little boy, you know, so many years ago. She needs to redeem herself mm-hmm. and make herself, you know, that's my ankle. <laughs> and, and she basically wants to uh, redeem her, her herself, as, like you said, and um, get back at the spirit because she lost that little boy's soul. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And she's basically, as they go further into the house and stuff, and they're going into, she, into this, like, big room, mm-hmm. um, she explains that her husband was also a medium, and he picked out this house and, or chose to build on this land because basically uh, all in all the place is basically a portal Mm -hmm. um portal for things to come through and for things to go and so yes she's basically saying like we can do this but i need like your help to summon the demon i need you to be believing and uh we've got the perfect location basically to do this so that's what we're going to do. And so they sit down and they have a seance of sorts and they bring out a goat this poor goat like does not want to be there. Yeah. It was like reeling. It was acting for its life or it just really hated being there. Yeah. 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 Cause then afterwards, once it was chained to the table, it It was was just like, like, okay, it wasn't even paying attention. It kept looking at Christine too. And I was like, man, she must've given that goat so many treats and it was just Maybe. waiting for its next treat. Probably. Waiting for a tin can. So cute goat. Um, but yeah, they have that seance and we have um, 
the spirit of the Lamia coming through and possessing Miss San Darna. Yeah, because uh-huh. they're he's basically the other guy, the original medium is saying, like, you must invite the darkness in. Yeah. And then they're all chanting, I welcome that's the right. dead into mm-hmm. my soul. I welcome the dead into my soul. And then that's when Oh my bad. Yeah, because all those other spirits start coming in. Yeah. And then she was like, like, Something oh, else is here with yeah. us. But it was just a they called it a something spirit. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Basically, just like the extras. Yeah. Yeah. And then she was just like, be gone and banish them Be gone, you foolish spirits. Be gone. And uh, that's whenever we have um, her then getting the... Does it start shaking? Yeah. Yeah, She says, he is coming. Yeah. And And then there's a loud screeching. And then something kind of charges the table Mm -hmm. after the door starts banging. Yeah. And then that's when Sean Sanderna gets possessed. Yep, and then she comes back to and like her eyes are all blacked out and she's got like these razor sharp teeth and she is um basically, you know, there uh, the psychic's like what's your name? There she's like the Lamia. And then uh he's like what do you want? And he's like I crave Christine Brown's soul. And, and she's, she was like it wasn't even me, it was my manager. <laughs> yeah. She threw him under the bus so Literally. fast. I was like, "Damn, girl." And the whole purpose uh, of this, and we got explained a little earlier, was that like she has to channel the whenever it goes into sun, whatever she has to put her hand on the goat so that we the demons entity can transfer into the goat, and then they can slaughter the goat, and then finally be done with it. But unfortunately, when she does transfer this, I love actually when she transferred it into the goat, and the goat's like, "You fucking tricked me, you bitch, you bitch," and then um, uh, it ends up biting Milos, and then coming into going into. Yeah, and then he's sitting there dancing all around, and then this is where he then comes up to her, and he's like, I don't want your cat, and then goes, throws up the cat in front of her, and his dead little stiff body lands, so sad. Mm -hmm. And then um, at this point, the son, San Darna had come to, and she's chanting, and she's trying to, uh, whatchamacallit, banish banish. the spirit. Mm -hmm. And she is successful in banishing the spirits, but only from the seance. Yeah, Um, and outside of Milos, yeah. And then she just dies. Poor thing. Yeah, just kills over. Yeah. I guess she completed what she needed to do, and then her body was like, okay, we're done. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she just all of a sudden is dead. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it happened pretty fast. And I'm kind of it disappointed. really fast. We didn't get more of the goat. Like, honestly. I know, the goat the was The talking goat for... was it was just for one line. But, like, I feel like that could have been that could have been pretty you good. bitch. Literally. Um, I just love, you fucking tricked me, you bitch. <laughs> um, and then and that's whenever we have her then leaving with the psychic. And the psychic is like, you know, she's... Ex- they're talking because they're walking back to his shop, right? Or somewhere. I don't know. Or maybe it's outside of yeah, the house. Yeah, I think they're just outside of the house because mm. you see Sanderna's body getting taken out on a stretcher mm. in like a body bag. Got it. Um, and he was like, you saw her drive it from a seance. And he says, when this night is through, the Lamia will come for the owner of this accursed object. And then he was like, you can gift it to someone. And she's like, why didn't you tell me this earlier? And he was like, well... It's kind of like last resort. Yeah, because then you're damning someone else to hell. Yeah. And basically. then I would be an accomplice. So basically, like, we're tortured. We're damning someone else. Yeah, we're responsible for someone else literally being... Who probably didn't do anything. Tortured in hell for the rest of eternity. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it is. But and honestly, would it rather be me? Like, I, okay. <laughs> I'd find somebody. If I had a stew in my life, 
I'd Stu would be getting it. I'd find somebody. My next note immediately, like literally, he barely got the words out of his mouth. And I was like, gift it to Stu. Stu. Give it to Stu. Because then unfortunately, she she goes to a diner and she's just like, you know, she's looking around and she's trying to think of who she can. Well, first, she's driving home. Oh, that's right. With Clay. That's right. And they almost run over a man. Mm -hmm. And then he... He starts yelling at her. You will burn in hell. You will burn in hell. But Just, as the car like lunged to a stop or came, you know, to a stop, mm-hmm. everything in her lap, including forward. the mm-hmm. button in the envelope, fell forward and got mixed up with all the papers on it's the, all the ground. Stuff, yeah. yeah. And so um, she freaks out a little bit and she's like, oh, my God, where is it? Where is it? And then she finds her little envelope. And she's like, oh, calm down. Everything's Got good. It. Yeah. And then and Clay he, is Clay and Clay, like, what the fuck? And like, then Clay <laughs> is even like, is it over? Like, is everything good? Uh, Might have been right before she hit the guy. But he's she even confirmed with him. Like, yeah, it's over. It's good. Even though she knows it's not. But she feels like it will be, you know. Yeah. Once as soon as she gifts it. And yeah. so, yeah, then she goes to that diner and mm-hmm. she's looking for someone to give it to. And she, you know, looks at a couple and she, her and the waitress get into it for a second. And Mm -hmm. she's like, I'll give you a tip you won't forget. Yeah. And I was like, damn, this waitress just doing, trying to do her job. Just trying to make money. Money for real. That's it. I I mean, it probably also wasn't, if somebody told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, I would have not (laughs) responded well either, but I wouldn't have said that. There's a way. And there's also, there's also other factors. Because also, I could be drinking coffee and then still tip really well. Because mm-hmm. uh, she even said specifically, coffee drinkers don't tip. Yeah. yeah. Um, coffee drinkers don't tip. And so then that's whenever we have her seeing that old man, right? And then she's like, oh, okay. She like starts walking up to him uh-huh. and then his little wife comes and he's like, oh, what a lovely she surprise. Do it. So then she goes to the payphone because she gets the idea and she calls um, Stu. Stu. And she's like, you better get here. I'm going to tell our boss about how that, uh, you know, what you did and how that loan went to the other company, um, National First National. And so he goes and he's all spooked out because she's going to rat him out. And then she is like, I'm going to give you this gift and whatever, whatever. But then at the It'll end, be yours. she's just like, Her never conscience mind. gets yeah. the better of her. She's and... just like, leave, just go. And then he's like, he's but like, you, what? you were going to give it to me. Give it to me. He like wants it. Yeah. And then she's like, no, it's okay. And then he just leaves. And then she uh, th- is looking at her coffee or something or the the button and then she sees mrs ganish's obituary yeah and she sees where she's buried at and she has this epiphany to be like hmm and so she goes to the psychic and she's like hey is it possible to give this to someone who's already dead like give this to the deceased and then which honestly i don't know if this would have ever even worked because even if she if we find out later why but i i don't think that would have worked like she's yeah, already just- dead yeah. Like, there's no soul. Like, her soul's already, I feel like, accounted been processed. For. Exactly, right? It's already been processed. Already you can't pull it back. The Shipping and handling. Checking system. Yeah. They've already sent it off to its She's probably already in hell. Like, yeah. I don't know. For cursing you. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so, he's like, you know, it can be done. So, but you have to, like, make it a formal, you know, giving and all this and that. And so, she ends up going to the cemetery and, um i love as she's driving she's like i'll shove it down her goddamn throat oh yeah for sure and then that's when the scarf hits the window again Mm -hmm. and it's got mrs ganish's face in it yeah and then it like gets inside the the car and then through the motor and then into the ac duct it comes through there and then is it the steering wheel the ac it's probably ac right yeah probably and then it just gets on her face very um 
what you would call it, like a, a face hugger yeah. vibes. And then she's fighting it while still driving. And then she finally gets pretty close to her Pulls destination. Over. Yeah. And she gets out and she like starts attacking it. Beating and, like, up a scarf. Getting it on basically. the ground. And it's making like <laughs> noises. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so she ends up very much like the evil dead with the hand. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it so reminded funny. me of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she's beating up the scarf and then she gets to the cemetery and mm-hmm. she's digging up the uh, Mrs. Ganush's, Ganish's grave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, she gets inside there and sees, you know, opens up the casket and Mrs. Ganish was buried in a real cheap casket, I yeah. guess, because she was able to just rip the little plywood board off the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she starts to fight. The body like sits up and like gets caught in her hair yeah. and rips out her hair. And she's like, that's the last hair you'll ever get from me. And this whole scene. Yeah. She's fighting her. The bo- she ends up like knocking the body back and then getting a shovel like and Jennifer then Coolidge he there. Did, really did. <laughs> this makes me want a hot dog real bad. And then she ends up like attacking, uh, not attack. Can you attack a dead person? Uh, the corpse, she ends up getting the shovel and then like, putting it in her head and then yeah she, like shoves her mouth open mm-hmm. and then she's like choke on it bitch and then puts the envelope with the button in her mouth and then as she's trying to get out it's also pouring rain this whole time yeah and it's the, making the like whole, a chocolate river the whole gr- grave is filling me up with water it did look like that and she's trying to get out but she can't and um she falls back into the grave and then mrs Gunnish's body pops back up and is like around her yeah it's like hugging her, her. Down. <laughs> and then the then there's a cross like tombstone that like falls on top of her and, and knocks kind of her unconscious for a little bit and she goes under you're like oh shit this, she dead this is how it ends yeah but then but she then pops she... back out and it's like omg and then she comes out and and the dawn is rising mm-hmm. it's a new day and the rain is washing her clean and then we get this cool transition shot from the rain into her shower yeah and she's, she's washing being it all off. literally washed clean of this from her sins yes of this demon and um everything seems really hunky dory basically now yeah. she's going out she's going to meet clay at the station um so they can go on their little weekend getaway trip to the cabin or whatever together and she's like it's a beautiful day she looks so happy in her little floral dress and she stops by a window sees this coat that she really wants the lady's like we're not open and she's like please i really want this coat i'm going on a special trip blah, 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 blah. with my boyfriend please please Let's come like this Cartman. Yeah. <laughs> and then she ends up meeting uh, Clay at the bus, the station, the train station, my bad, the train stop. And uh, we see he was going to pla- propose. Platform and three quarters, nine and three quarters. And then, yes, he was going to propose because he has a little diamond in his in his little box in his hand. And then she comes up. She looks very cute. And then this whenever he notices that she doesn't have her other jacket on. And he's like, um, oh, what happened to your other your other sweater jacket thing? And she's like, oh, I just, I got this new one and I couldn't... Thank you couldn't stand the other one you know yeah because of everything that it of it. went through yeah and so then he's like oh because um how did he's like i found your button he was like it must have gotten confused with my coin because they look the same in the envelope yeah the other and night she, and she had also just admitted to that oh, that's right like it was my decision to give her not to give her an extension and stuff and so like she came to terms with it and like admitted it and it then yeah yeah and now he was like and then he brings up the button again and mm-hmm. uh yeah. yeah, and she's like, you can see the what? shock on her face. And she's like, what? No, 
no. And then unfortunately she's just like backing up and then she falls into the train tracks. Yep. And there's a train coming. So either way she would have died. But before the train can hit her and as Clay is like on looking and trying to like extend his hand for her, this the ground starts breaking just like in the beginning and the depths of hell open up and she starts getting dragged to hell. Yep. He watches her get dragged straight to hell. Her yeah. face starts like deteriorating mm-hmm. and stuff like as she's getting dragged down and she's like, help me help me and the train hits her and i mean she's already under it but you yeah. can like the it's train's like going over going her, over her as she's see. getting dragged yeah yeah and kind of disguising the situation probably from other onlookers and you just see him like with the flames reflected in his eyes looking all teary-eyed mm-hmm. and stuff because he just watched his girlfriend get dragged to hell yeah um and yeah then that's the end of the movie and that's it, it cause pops up a drag me to hell again mm-hmm. yep which the i like yeah thong that's what it gave um and yeah that was drag me to hell um overall pretty 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 campy horror movie um there's a lot of humor injected into it which at times like it's just it kind of feels like um at times it's a horror movie that tries to be a comedy or it's a horror movie that doesn't know that it's like trying to be a comedy and vice versa like a comedy that doesn't know it's trying to be a horror movie if that makes any sense yeah um because there are definitely a lot of funny one-liners that happen in it there are um certain situations that are really funny like just you know mrs ganish's eyes bulging out and 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 then with the anvil and then her even just like gumming on christine yeah um there are just so many moments that it's just it's quite stupendous it's quite like absurd but at the same time that is if you think about it that is horrific because if some old lady was gumming on me that is Th- that's qu- quite terrifying that's like Blech. one of the most terrifying Gag. things i could think of yeah, right and just so, somebody gumming on your own like, mouth yeah that's so, yeah and so um even like if it was on my arm or something i'd be like ah that's <laughs> true um Justin Long did a, a pretty good job in his role. I feel like even like the other actor, like the dad and the mom, like she made me hate her. So she obviously did really good yeah. in her role. And then um, even the bot, like everybody was really believable, even Stu, except for unfortunately our lead Main actress, actress Miss Christine. Yeah, I honestly have never seen this chick in anything else other than this that Same. I know of. She looks like a Walmart Brie Larson. And oh, Hill Country Fair Brie. Yeah. Um, sorry to to this girl. Allison Loman. Sorry, Allison Loman. And you know what? Hey, Hill I, Country Fair makes some great products. They do. And also, like, it's not I'm not saying like I'm we all have her. I'm sure there's a a role for her or a role out there that she's done that like was really good. I don't know. But like this just was kind of like not, not it. it. Her delivery and her lines were unbelievable at some points and then her reactions her facial like emoting wasn't enough sometimes um and yeah other than like other than that i thought it was a pretty fun story um i would have liked to see the goat a little bit more like possessed that would have been really cool i um it was giving me like the witch um black thomas yeah kind of vibes um and then i put a comical yeah I I I feel like out of all I think it'll get a like a a 3 for me. A 3. A 3 booze, yeah. Yeah. 3 booze. I mean, it's not bad. And I definitely laughed through it. But I don't know. Maybe I just like the I don't know what to exp- 
Oh, this is bad. I don't know. This is not a good review. I'm sorry, you guys. Because it feels like, you know, if it was a comedy, this is a five. Yeah. <laughs> this is a horror movie. It's a three. It just, I feel like a little bit less of that injection of the comedy and it would have been good, you know? Like yeah, in terms it was of one like, of those ones that really, it was like, are you a horror movie or are you a horror comedy? What are you doing? They really hammed it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, sure. If it was a horror com, I don't know. Let's give it a three. You go. Um, cause I'm back and forth. Let's see some fun facts. Mm-hmm. We already discussed that Alison Lohman did almost all of her own stunts. Mm-hmm. Um, when Sylvia Ganish attacks Christine in her car, Sylvia curses in Hungarian. Mm. Um, she says some words that I'm not going to try and pronounce. Um, and it basically translates to "Shall the devil fly into you?" And she also uses the Hungarian word. Saja two times and this word directly translates to bitch or whore in English. Wow. The yellow Oldsmobile Delta 88 is Sam Raimi's own car that his father first bought new in 1973. It has appeared in all of his films except The Quick and the Dead for Love of the Game and Oz the Great and Powerful. Cool. Yeah. So I guess I think Mike was talking about that. Yeah. He loves that cars and everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the script was written after Sam Raimi and Ivan Raimi completed mm. Army of Darkness, but Sam pursued in 1992, but Sam pursued other projects before returning to this. Yeah. And then a Lamia is actually a boogie woman from Greek mythology who stalks the countryside looking for children to devour. It was a story used to get young children into their beds at bedtime. That's so interesting. And then let's see. Oh, some cameos. Ted Raimi, Sam's brother, makes an off-screen cameo as a doctor. Their brother Ivan, also the co-screenwriter of this and several other films, really is a practicing doctor of osteopathic medicine. Hmm. Um, Scott Spiegel, writer of Evil Dead 2, appears as a mourner at the death fest. Cool. Yeah. In the house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then... Christopher Young, the composer of the musical score, can be briefly seen eating a cupcake outside the bakery Christine looks into on her way into work at the beginning of the film. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I don't know what the word I just tried to say. Surrector? Surrector. I think I was going director and Sam Raimi at the Mm -hmm. same time. Director Sam Raimi? Director Sam Raimi um, was a spirit during the exorcism scene. So he... Oh, one of those ghosts that were flying around. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he showed up yeah. there. They he does like to be in... Uh, his movies. That's his like movies, a yeah. It, those little... Those ghosts gave very like Haunted Mansion ghosts. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. exactly what it reminded me of. Yeah. Um, Like especially which I, had, I just watched they, for the first time like a few weeks ago. Which? Robert. The new one? No, the old one. With Eddie, well, that, with with Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Yeah. I had never seen that before. Oh. It's pretty cute. It is cute. Yeah. I liked I liked that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Haunted Mansion has a whole bunch of lore behind it. I like there's a whole podcast on like the different parks and the different lore be- behind each of the characters and well, stuff like well, that. Well, Disney made it up, didn't they? Mm-hmm. It's not like a real like haunting thing though right now yeah no no, no. no. okay got it though no yeah but i mean uh, yeah, yeah i've been to disney world and i know like i've been on that ride yeah um, which is pretty interesting it's pretty cool they it's, have lore but like behind all of it for all the characters and stuff like that yeah. it like connects everything together and different parks have different lore oh yeah and yeah, stuff yeah. like that because they all is, have their own version mm-hmm. that's pretty deep yeah which is pretty cool. cool um but i think i would give this film 
2.5. I feel that. That's kind of what I wanted to go to, but I was like, I don't know. It's kind of low. You know what? I changed mine to a 2.5 as well. Sorry. Yeah. 2.5. It was an enjoyable enough film to watch. Like I was able to get through it, but yeah, Alison Lohman's performance was uh, a little lackluster in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And, um, there were parts of it that were just comical and not in like a good funny way. And mm. then, yeah, seeing more of the goat, that would have been fun. I would have liked to have seen more. More that goat, less kitty. whole scene I did like. I thought that whole scene was done really well. Same. Yeah, that was kind of probably my favorite, the best part of the whole movie. Yeah. Honestly. I liked it, that scene. And it was literally four minutes, like five minutes. It was the shortest scene of like, I feel like the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like it should have lasted longer and been the climax and of the film really as big. opposed to later on. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It was, I, yeah, I agree. Um, Overall, good film. Good enough film. I don't really understand a lot of maybe the appeal behind it for some people. The hype. Yeah, the hype. But That's still okay. still enjoyed watching it. Everybody's different. I mean, we all And like this was the second time I've watched it. So yeah. I I'd say this is probably like my fourth time watching it. Yeah. So I mean that's something if you're able to watch a movie four times yeah yeah well and the thing is is that well i don't know because unfortunately every time that i watch it i literally forgot like half of this movie yeah and i was like i don't remember i don't remember most of that yeah i didn't remember the goat Uh, or anything the only thing i remembered from this film was her at the end getting dragged to hell mm, mm -hmm, mm, on the subway tracks i remembered the goat for sure because i remembered really liking that part but because it just makes me laugh you fucking bitch you tricked me um (laughs) but i didn't remember most of the other movie i just remember justin long yeah i I remember justin long being in it i didn't remember any of the storyline with like the co-worker stew i didn't remember like any of that. that I remembered I Mrs. Gannish. I didn't remember the parents' dinner. I didn't no. remember any of that. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, I didn't remember the eyeball cake. Mm-mm. I remembered Mrs. Gannish and the way she looked. Mm-hmm. And then I remember the ending. But yeah, 2.5 for me because, sorry, I just don't get it. And a redacted 3 and a 2.5 for me. So, so a solid 2.5 from your boo base for 2009's Drag Me to Hell, directed by Sam Raimi. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Sam. You did um, it again. You did. Um, and once again, we're in the lovely Rogue Media Network studios. That's right. Um, and they always take good care of us. You can listen to our podcast and a lot of other podcasts on RogueMediaNetwork.com. And then if you want to listen to us on uh, any of your favorite podcasting platforms, you can do so. But the biggest two would be Spotify and also Apple. And then wherever you do listen, don't forget to rate, review, like, and subscribe. That's right, because that's the only way we can get ahead in this world. And then if you want to reach out to us, let us know your thoughts on Drag Me to Hell, why we should have rated it higher, or if you agree with our rating, mm-hmm. um, you can do so on Instagram and that our yeah our one social media platform, and that is at at Boobays Podcast, and that's at B O O B A E S because we're your Boobays, not your Boo Babes. That's right. And thank you to all the new followers we've gained on Instagram recently. Mm-hmm. We appreciate your interaction we do, and everything. You. So, um, yeah, just let us know your thoughts on the films, and we'd be happy to discuss them with y'all. We got a lot of responses from Hereditary, Ooh. our Hereditary yeah. post. Lots of people responded a lot of people on love that. that movie. Yeah, it's, it's a, such a good yeah. movie. Honestly, Tony Collette. 
sells that movie. She does. Um, but yeah, and you can also um, leave us uh, like we always all this always all the time say a little bit of a listener request, please. Like send yes, us a DM we're or covering... comment on whatever post and just be like, hey, please do this film. Yeah, you know? and then we'll add it to our ongoing list. Mm-hmm. And speaking of listener requests, the next film that we'll be covering for our listener request of the month of October will be Ganjum Haunted Asylum. Yes. Um, a listener request from Phil. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Phil. Shout out to Phil. Yeah. Um, so very excited about that. I've never seen it. Never even heard of it. So I have heard good things. Mm-hmm. So we'll be doing that next. I um, have had two people that I really trust as far as horror films mm-hmm. go recommend it to me. And say it's good. Yeah. I'm down. And then Phil really liked Midsummer, So... I'm, I'm assuming if he liked Midsummer, this and he like really liked this film was mm-hmm. enough to request it. I feel like it probably has to be found pretty footage, good. right? You yeah, said. it is found footage and it is Korean. Woo! Let's do it. Yeah. Um, where can we tell our listeners they could probably find this? Do you happen to know? Um, I know it used to be on Shutter. So if you want to possibly watch before even having the episode come out and having your own opinion, you can find that possibly on Shutter. Possibly on Shutter. We found this one today on Amazon Prime. Yes, we did. It was for included free. with Prime. Full free. Full free. We love for free. Um, but yeah, uh, is there anything else we need to add in there? Nope, I think that's all. So until next time, you guys. Bye, bays. Bye, bays. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.